Welcome to episode 118 of Both Down, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Amongst patrons at the St. Louis Family Restaurants. You know, uh, the best meal you can get in the old world. Okay, well that's Scott Primes chilling away over there. This is Steve, a.k.a. Kilowoggy, and welcome back. It's been a while. It has been a while. Man, we, life is We officially crazy. skipped our first month in the 10 years we've been doing this, basically. Yeah, and it's really, I mean, it's our fault yeah. for not being on the ball early, but the snowstorm and the rolling blackouts hurt us in the <laughs> couple of attempts that we tried to record. So let's see what happened in twenty what February twenty twenty. Girlfriend, her kids, and her cats moved in with me. So that's been a nightmare, because that was just like three <laughs> weeks <what> of <laughs> three weeks of like movers canceling, uh, her grandmother passing away, like all this stuff. It's like, can we not oh, just this, get this done? And the snowstorm didn't help, right? Because and they then we got the, the giant snowstorm, and I had a pipe burst. So. That was Steve spending $1,000 he didn't have. And then, like I said, we had a few times scheduled. And then, let's see, I started working nights because the area that I work for, the FAA, where I'm certified, they started moving classes to nights. And I was forced, while a lot of my other coworkers are only getting two to three shifts, Scotty is working uh, full time and sometimes <laughs> forced overtime Jeez. and shifts from 7 a.m. to midnight and going back in the next morning. So, um, needless to say, it's in been addition rough. to that, yeah, in addition to that, um, my car, long story short, I was driving on the highway and my car just slipped out of gear multiple times. And took it to an auto zone and they finally finally the check engine light came on and run a diagnostic test on it and it said something about a gear shift error well that means transmission and um tried to take my car in and kia soul or just kia motors was hacked by some cyber terrorist group um <laughs> where they wanted like millions of dollars in ransom money uh to unlock everything <laughs> Now, that, now, Kia will not tell you this, but Jennifer looked, Googled it and did some research, and there's articles out there that talk about this. Like I call them the Apple Dumpling Gang. I can't remember what their real name was, but it was something, something gang Yeah, uh, who cyber-hacked uh, Kia Motors. And so they couldn't – the guy basically explained it to me as like, sir, you could come in and want your windshield wipers changed – and I can't process it because your car is a Kia and I cannot get into their system. Um, so, so like, luckily it was under warranty, but that doesn't help when they can't get into the system to even right, get your so rental car. They were shut down for like two weeks. My car took it up there. It took two weeks for them to look at my car before they got to my car. <laughs> they just told me Friday, two days ago, that um yeah we ordered your parts and once they're in we'll start the process of fixing your car now Jeez. until i get my car and pick it up where it doesn't cost me anything i still freak out and worry that but it should be under warranty yeah. like the guy said unless you drove it a hundred thousand miles your brand new car and this must be a thing with kia souls because he knew i had a new car he was like is it a 2020 or 2021 and i was like oh that's not good if you know <laughs> what this error means <laughs> so I uh, hurt my shoulder, like where I was in tears at night and couldn't sleep. And I thought I was going to have to have surgery. And finally, after like a week and a half, it started healing up huh. until a couple days ago. And I haven't had much sleep these last two nights. So, see, I hurt my shoulder. Eventually, I think I'm going to go to the doctor. Yeah. Uh, I hurt mine somewhere around Christmas time, I think. Mm -hmm. And it has never fully healed. So, like, it's okay. Like I don't have the shooting pain or anything. It's just like if I lift it, like above my head, I start getting pain, and I'm like, we're getting, we're getting old, dude. Yeah, you know, I mean, it know, is. I'm four days away from being 47. Yeah, which is basically 50, which is just might as well be 60, and 60s you're dead. So like, I mean, like, I'm I've over. Had, yeah, it's over. I mean, prime. It's, it's at least a prime number. <laughs> well there's that i so the I, new year the prime i well, dude 
<laughs> I've worked so much in such crazy hours. Like my body won't sleep more than like four to four and a half hours. Jeez. Like even when I could sleep in, I woke up the other day and Jennifer's like, is your body just programmed for this? And I go, I guess so. And I was exhausted. Mm-hmm. So um, I haven't even cared about the prime number or gaming of <laughs> any type or anything because like my life has just been like crazy work schedule. And anytime I have time off, I have to try to go grab my kids because you can't you, work nights and see your kids. <laughs> but we each have the shot now, at least the first one. So in a month, we can actually hang out and not risk complete death. Uh, that's what they say, right? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be as good as it gets for us. So yeah. like, I have been uber vigilant. I've been to five places in the year that it's been shut down. I don't need to go anywhere. I don't go anywhere. You've been over a few times because I can trust you and that whatever. Yes. Steve doesn't even get the new Blood Bowl stuff, guys. He calls me and says, hey, are you at the store? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. I'd like to go ahead and pay for all this. And can you just put it on my porch? Yep. And I'm like, okay. I don't need to risk it. I, mean, I know. So I don't. But... Yeah, once I get the second shot, I'm going to stores. I'm still going to wear my mask because I'm not a jackass. Um, and I'm just going to live. It will help, though, right? I mean, it really will help. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the the vaccine should be 99-whatever percent effective. And then the mask helps me, like, if I do have it, from spreading it to other people, which is the most important thing. I would rather not kill people than, you know, risk it myself. And then the mask helps me some too. So, right. Um, but yeah, actually get together and play games. It'll be amazing. Wouldn't it be weird to get together and play some Blood Bowl? <laughs> I know. We um, really- the good news on from the shop's perspective, uh, Wizards Asylum, our home shop there, where we get all our stuff and run tournaments, as people know. Um, they started opening back up slowly. You know, they started doing some Friday night magic stuff, and now he's opening up to Thursday night gaming. Yeah. And he said that the customers are still obeying, like, the shop rules with masks and stuff. And he said it seems like everybody's willing to participate. Well, that's <laughs> just, a good thing. Just to get out of the house. So we really might be within a month or so where I will feel confident enough to start a store league and like it won't get canceled mid-season right and i mean luckily gamers tend to be more intelligent than other people so you know we're not gonna have as many people like i'm not going to wear a mask it's my civil liberties blue 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 you're it very much seems that way i don't know if it's i don't know if they're just more educated or like they're different beliefs but yeah almost there is always a few people who don't want to wear masks in the store, but yeah. it's very few. I mean, like, I mean, and we're in Oklahoma. This is deep redneck country in some parts. Luckily, Norman's better than most. That's because of the college town. College town for sure. So, um, you know, I feel like if we get to the point where we can start a season, um, we're gonna have to read the rule book over again and play some practice games for but- sure. I have no clue. I forgot it all. Yeah. And like when we saw the leaks, because we got it early, you know, I devoured it. I knew all the changes. I, you know, we had a thread going where we were nitpicking stuff and everything. And now it's just like, I don't know. Something's new. Whatever. Oh, I am really hoping, like I said, in about a month that one, my job will calm down because I don't want forced overtime and working nights. Yeah. And then that will allow me also to, like everything goes well at the store. We can start a league. And we can just play some games and then we can find out like, is there really problems with the new rules or if the new rules are as great as we want them to be, you know? Yeah. I'm excited for that. We already know we hate wildly inaccurate, but that's, we could see it in practice, I guess. You can say that. And I can say that, yes, I think I hate that from my past. But if you said, Scott, explain to everybody how to get wildly inaccurate, I would say, I don't really know, honestly. Right. <laughs> because it's been that long. Um, on a on a side note, just uh, I did get, uh, I sent a team off to get painted uh, many months ago, and I got my team, uh, most of it in the mail. He sent the majority of the team. So I have a Old World Alliance team. Nice. Ready to go painted. It's pretty cool looking. I'm pretty proud of it. Once I get it all in, I'm going to take some pictures and I'll post it to both down. Cool. 
give the guy full credit for it and stuff, but he did, he's done a great job. I'm really happy. And I think me doing this, asking him to paint my team is going to encourage him to start his paint business and probably well, charge a lot more than he did. <laughs> honestly, since it's uh, come up naturally, I did just find through Reddit, somebody posted a link to a new website. It's minis.com, like minis, M-I-N-N-I-S.com. And it's a website. The guy really loves Blood Bowl models and painting, so artists can put up their painted models there, show them off, and have an artist page. So like, if oh. we want to go in and commission someone, we can see their work and their rates and contact them. Oh, that's really awesome, actually. So, I mean, yeah. I'm really we should hoping... have saved both of those facts for the uh, shout-outs at the end. Well, I'll do it again there, it but it did come up naturally, so I just wanted to put it out there. Because yeah. that's something that we've always needed is just like a way... Because, you know, Dustin, our buddy, he's starting up commission painting, and he does a great job. And it would be nice for him to be able to get his work out there and show people, like, hey, you know, because he's trying to raise money for his wife's surgery. So that's never um, a bad thing. So... Uh, we're here recording tonight. We uh, we got some new product to talk about. We have our I don't even know what we called it. Our team themes yeah. segment that we want to do, and we're going to do our best to catch up because we know we missed a month of uh, both down for everybody. So I'm not promising the month of March, but at some point we'll probably catch up and have an extra episode that month to catch back up. Yeah, um, we're probably just going to do the halflings today just to get something out. Yeah, and then come uh, back. We're recording else. in our own separate houses. It's probably not as crisp quality as maybe the last episode where we were sitting in the same room together. But yeah, yeah we figured like <laughs> we finally had about a three hour period where like Steve wasn't dealing with a crisis or work and I wasn't dealing with a crisis or work. And, you know, yeah. my kids are in there watching a the movie. So like <laughs> we're, we're going to give you some of our time and we appreciate your patience and everything else out there. So, um, we just want to end it here, Steve, take a little break and come back and talk some halflings with everybody. Sounds good. We'll be back shortly. <laughs> shortly. Shortly. Both channels brought to you by Wizards Asylum, Norman, Oklahoma. Find them on Facebook at Wizards Norman. Welcome back, and as we were talking, we're going to be talking about halflings, and this is a continuing part of our segments on different teams and our fluff behind it and everything. Yeah, so we started this in January. We were going to try to, like, focus on some team that, you know, like, how we came up with the fluff, our team names, you know, That's why we did this, why we did that, yeah. and... Because sometimes people struggle. I still see it all the time. Like, hell, help me name this team. And then mm -hmm. there's, uh, you know, 561 pun names. And I want to scream and holler. But <laughs> I got to let people be people. It's the so. tiny sandwich eaters. Get it? Because they're tiny and they <clears throat> eat sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I get it. I love that pun name. Um, so, so I think this is the perfect time for this since today we just saw release from GW saying that they're putting out halfling stuff you know what's interesting is this was supposed to be the february subject and we we just now got to it yet gw must have magically knew yeah. that we needed help so they for whatever reason released halfling stuff yeah. is it coming out in two weeks uh, i guess so a pitch Ugh. new cards and new dice the dice look cool yeah, Don't. let's talk about this. Uh, cards, do you care whatsoever? Honestly, if they were 15 or 12 bucks, yes, I'd buy them. When they're 25 or 35, no. No, I just don't. I saw a lot of people when you posted this, or, or a few people said, like, I'm done buying cards. And How could you not be? I mean, I'm... I stupidly bought the dwarf cards hoping that just hoping that it'd be like something better and cool. Yeah. And it, it's not worth it. I'm done. I'm done and with like, the cards too. Now, if you're a collector, I might say, <laughs> if 
you're if you're worried about like collecting and then yeah. years from now having some rare item, the cards might be the thing because nobody's gonna buy them. And I I vacillate between the two. Like, is it worth buying now because it's gonna be expensive later? Or are they going to be worthless because no one's buying them and I can buy them on clearance later? Well, I you know. don't have your answer. Yeah. So I don't see me getting them, but if I like go to a tournament, which, my God, we could go to tournaments again. Um, <laughs> to support the store, you might yeah, buy some. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I can leave that out there and not feel too bad. Like, oh, I'll you know, it later. I realized last year, and of course it was the year of COVID, you know, I didn't buy as many board games as usual. And then I realized <laughs> when we traveled to tournaments, mm-hmm. I paid the store back as like, thank you. I'd always for almost forcefully buy something from the store. And yeah. a lot of times it would be a board game like, Oh, well I like this. I'll buy it. Support the store. Exactly. And yeah. We maybe, always do that. Maybe that's why I didn't get so many board games last and year. And the fact you didn't play any, uh, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. The cards, I don't care about the dice. They're from the cl- pictures, they look like they kind of pop and they yeah. look like green Bay Packer colors, which, you know, fits. I was going to say, they look very clear, at least. Um, I kind of feel like, I'm kind of scared, though, like, in person, they're not going to translate as well. Almost like the Snotlings. Yeah. That didn't turn out to be as cool as they were when we got them in person. Um, I will probably buy the dice, but I'm going to be honest. You know, I sold, I was collecting two sets of dice because I thought, you know, like, we're going to go to a lot of tournaments. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully my kids will start playing and it's just not going to happen. <laughs> and that's okay. My kids don't have to be everything like dad. Yeah. And you know, what if I want to play theme dice set and Jennifer does. And then I realized like, why am I still doing this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and they're expensive. I mean, like 15 bucks is not, it's not super expensive, but it's also not cheap. Yeah, 15 bucks is trivial enough that I'm going to buy them no matter what. Yeah, but I'm saying to buy two pairs. For oh, like, that, oh, yeah. Case, yeah, yeah. What if Jennifer takes a team that's yellow and I take a team that's yellow and we want to match and be a cool couple? Well, no, I'm, I'm with good. you. I, I, I bailed on that earlier than you did because I was wanting to have one of each and couldn't find a second set of the Dark Elf dice, so I never had them. Right. And it's like, I'm not paying that much to get a second set to have just a complete second set. I don't need it. So I went ahead and sold a whole bunch of dice and... um and actually made some extra money for Christmas, which helped out. Yeah, so, of course. You know, it, it, it was good. Um, I'll probably get the dice. And then we have, an, it's not a new pitch, right? It's the same pitch, but with the new updated packaging? Or am I wrong? I don't know. Okay. We really should know, but I don't. I'm not going to lie. Well, I asked this on a forum and some... I can't remember the gentleman's name. Somebody replied that it's the exact same pitch. So I don't know if that's true. Yeah, but, but it's got it's the smaller dugouts, I guess. Oh, it might be the sm- smaller dugouts. So the, yeah, okay. So it might be slightly different. Yeah, so that's it's, better. I mean, it does look better with the smaller dugouts, for sure. But I'm, I mean, there's no way I'm gonna buy this either because I have the original pitch. Yeah, I can't. I just can't justify it. They I don't fi- use the old ones. They should have figured out the smaller dugouts long, long ago. Mm-hmm. Or just so. sell those by themselves. 20 bucks, smaller dugouts. Here you go. I'll buy them. Thanks. Wow. You just gave them an idea to make a lot of money. (laughs) I'll gladly pay it. Right. I don't want to buy a whole new pitch. Yeah, I really think I'm at the stage where, like, if I order these through my shop and they go, Scott, we got allocated. We we only got one pair of dice. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going to freak out about dice anymore. Yeah, I'm still going to. Especially dice. Well, I mean, I'm going to, like I said, I'll get them. But yeah. I'm not gonna like freak out. Oh like, no, like a frenzy unless it's like a really like a cool color, like purple. I'm I'm a purple guy, so like yeah. yeah, maybe I'll freak out about those. So it's very weird, considering like all the rumors were that we were going to get different stuff coming out this first quarter. Well, and we're getting halflings. Yeah, someone said that when. Everything was coming out with the new edition. They said they're going to redo the old stuff. I don't remember seeing that, but I guess maybe they said that they're going to do that. I read a comment where somebody said the same thing, but I don't remember 
reading like we're gonna reissue everything out then start to do stuff again but, yeah I, I don't like that I'll and frankly i didn't have time to research that before we came here to talk about it so yeah all right so we're kind of stale on the new product then is that what we're saying yes very much so okay i agree let's talk about halflings if you were out there and you just came to Blood Bowl, you have no idea about the old world or anything like that. I'm going to tell you like a perspective of Halflings from Scott before 20, the kind of the latest edition of Blood Bowl. Um, halflings are kind of like your hobbits is how I've always looked at them. Absolutely. They're, they have an appetite for hunger. Uh, they're kind of adventurous, but overall they're like a purely nice creature. Is how I've always taken them. And that's how they were in the fluff up until recently. Um, and so in the, like, for example, the Warhammer role-playing game that I played back way back when, like 1990, 1991, uh, they were from an area called the Moot. And this area was like a little, just a small civilization of all these little halflings that would then wander around the world and stuff. Anyways, like a, I guess like the Shire, yeah in the hobbit stuff there actually then, was a halfling team called the shire town stuffers exactly there you go buddy good job <laughs> steve are you smart no i'm looking at lord nuffle right now <laughs> but i don't you remember know, you know what i'm referencing right no oh uh, there's like my children watch tiktok and there's this oh. guy who goes Brianna, are you smart? And this little girl goes, yes! And she always gets the questions wrong. Oh, okay. It's well, entertaining. Um, so You're halflings, hip, dude. You're old. I know. Halflings came in second edition, right? Were they, I think they, they were, were there in first edition. second edition for sure. I think they were I don't in know first about edition, first. but first edition was all cardboard, so. Yeah, I don't know anything about first edition, like if they were around. They were definitely in second edition. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I can tell you about second edition since I played through that, um, Halflings, when they came out with the chainsaw rules, were the best chainsaw users created. Because in the old edition, you had a strength skill and an agility skill, and they based the chainsaw, <laughs> how you hit with a chainsaw based on your agility. Which kind of makes sense. Halflings in second edition had five agility as a catcher. And then they had um, four agility as linemen. So the chainsaw rule stated that you had to to give it to a lineman player. Therefore, a chainsaw lineman halfling would most of the time always have a plus one or more against other people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) that didn't have chainsaws because you did an agility roll check. And if you had a halfling that was going against like a tree man, you had a big lots of pluses there <laughs> to chop off somebody's head or, you know, swipe them down. Um, and also so, second edition, they only took up half a space, right? Or half a roster space. No, that was snotlings. It's just so, snotlings. Okay. Yeah. It was just snotlings. Um, Halflings in the rules were, you know, you could have Treeman, but there was actually, (laughs) there was some like, and I can't remember exactly. So if I say this wrong, don't anybody come after me. But I believe a halfling team said that they were a good team and couldn't have any evil players. So they couldn't have Minotaurs or trolls on their team or chaotic players, but Ogres were justified as neutral alignment. So we couldn't at the time, being junior high kids going into high school, couldn't find any reason not to allow ogres on a halfling team. (laughs) So uh, my buddy Robert, who's been on the podcast before talking about second edition, um, we allowed, he's like, I don't see any rules against this. We looked, we looked, we looked at the time. I'm sure we missed something, but at the time we couldn't find anything against it. So we were like, okay. So like, you know, we would draw little pictures and make up Blood Bowl illustrated like covers and stuff. And, you know, we'd have these things where it was like uh, Greenfield Grasshuggers, you know, 
hire ogres for the first time and he had these two ogres and one ogre when he would do injuries to you would always be some type of arm injury so we used to say (laughs) that he had a nickname as the arm breaker because he did this special move where he could like snap your arm really quick and stuff like that so robert's team with the aid of two ogres who were a little bit more agilic than the treeman uh, actually won quite a bit of games and made the playoffs. So there's kind of an old second edition story there. Um, I mean, he had also some chainsaw wielders who were mean and <laughs> awful. So there you go for that. That's cool. Um, I never really played with them in second edition. I don't even think, I mean, I probably played a few games with them, but I don't, I don't even know if they were naturally any of my, one of the 13 teams that we split up. And as with the second edition of models, I always really liked them because they were really small. Yeah, to me, they really had the feel of these are like little hobbit guys. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, they were just little stout guys, not necessarily overweight yeah. all the time dudes. And I don't think much of anything changed with them up until the recent releases when, for whatever reason, GW decided to make them little spiteful hillbillies. Yeah, they're like really like they took that like they're always hungry, greed thing. So Mm -hmm. another thing in second edition, if a halfling, they had this like hot dog rule where if a halfling was right next to the sideline, you would have to roll a dice. And I can't remember what you had to roll. But for example, if you rolled the bad thing, if it was like a one out of six chance, if you rolled the one, the halfling would be so tempted by the hot dog vendor. He'd go, excuse me, sir, one hot dog. And he would (laughs) stop moving. And that was a real rule back then, which was so awesome. You know, like if a guy was trying to go around the edge or Mm -hmm. something like that. So, uh, always interesting because like you have well here he comes with the ball um i'm gonna cut off so he has to go to the sidelines <laughs> and maybe that guy will be tempted by a hot dog you know that's awesome so, so it was uh very fluffy but yeah the new ones seem like I, i'm sure if we got somebody on here from gw they would justify and say like oh we didn't change them that's how they always were yeah well, maybe no. may, maybe to that person sure but to me they were never these like greedy no, they're just mean, super spirit. selfish, yeah, super selfish hillbillies. Like super they are selfish. Now. Yeah, I can't say that word. I like the super selfish though. Super, yeah, it's a Pokemon. Oh, that's uh, a that's a halfling restaurant. Soup or shellfish. Yeah, there you go. Super shell selfish, <laughs> selfish, super selfish. But yeah, creatures. Yeah, they're. It feels like now they're just consumed by greed. They show up. They're the guys at the band. They're the guys who get on the field. And they tear up your field for no reason. Mm-hmm. They're just the best way I can say is white trash. Yeah, or it's like, like a it's like a roving NASCAR circus. Well, I think the best thing to say is they're like the worst of the fans of any fan base. You know, like they're hooligans. Yeah. Um. So yes, I don't really like the fluff for the latest incarnation of halflings no personally me neither um so with that said we're going to talk about our teams and i think all of my teams were created in the the spirit of like these are really genuinely nice creatures they're they love to eat they love to dance around sing songs do this they're they can go on adventures they can play blood bowl but they're not mean or bad people Mm -hmm. so um Let's talk about this. Um, do you want me to go first? Do you want to go first? I have actually like several. Actually, <laughs> let me go first because teams. mine's not that extensive. Okay. I'm not a halfling fan. I just never have been. They're not a team that I'm not big on stunties. Like if I'm going to play stunties, I'm playing ogres to beat people up. I'm playing goblins to beat people up and just be goofy. I like that. Halflings just always seemed like, well, they're there, and they have trees. It, just, <laughs> right. it didn't appeal to me. Um, the only team I ever made for the league was the Barleton Bakers. And for the oh, life of me, I have no idea where I got the name Barleton. I think it was something with like Barley or something, but I could be wrong on that. Um, probably, you had, yeah. You had a reason at the time. Yeah. I just don't remember it. That's been several years ago. Um. 2011 apparently because it wow. was 25 11 season wow 10 years old uh-huh god we're getting old 
Um, this podcast is getting old. I know. <laughs> and my team names, I mean, my player names were like Kindle Spoonmaker, Tinder Flames Fanner for the Treeman, Dalton Apron Mucker, Chindle Niedermacher. It was all I did was just weird name, and then the last name is two things put together Belly okay. Buster, Oven Stuffer, blah, blah, blah. Right, very Blood Bullish, yeah. or second edition Blood Bullish. And all I did is I made them to test them out, and I uh, played a preseason Alcorn Cup, and okay. I lost the first round to the Keltagrim Reapers, which was Allen's undead team, if I remember correctly. Um, was that no, Brian's? his that was Brian's. Yeah, Allen's was the Dolder Doom Doombringers. Yeah. Yeah, so I lost to Brian, and then I beat Sarge's Georgetown Juggalos, which we believe turned into the uh, Isle of Corsco Pogos. His That's correct. Goblin he did, team. He wasn't satisfied with his team name being fluffy enough, so he kind of changed his goblins into like these convict. They were like slave convicts that were forced to play by like the institution. Yeah, but they're, <laughs> they're like rodeo clowns. But yeah, they were all clown based. Yeah. Uh, so that's the extent of my league play was a preseason game I tied against the Green All Stars, um, a loss, and then a win. You that played was... them at Chaos Cup, right? And then the only other team I ever did with Halflings was at Chaos Cup, and that was 2015, and that was my Hill Annoys Highwaymen because <laughs> they were named after. All the stupid exits. exits on the way to Chicago. Um, and this is the notable one where I had one tie, five losses. I tied for last and did not get an award. And I was one away from the Casualty Cup, too. Because uh. that was the same year that Anders took his and uh, beat me by one. Wow. The Smoky Bay Contenders. <laughs> so you got a smile like Andrews when he says that. <laughs> I love I love that team name. It's just that is up there for one of my favorite team names ever. <laughs> but yeah, that sucked. Um going into that final round where like I just wanted another win or I wanted to beat somebody up because if I beat people up, I could get this the casualty cup. I didn't even realize I was that close. But I had the three trees, and Andrews had basically the same thing. And that last round, I see a goblin coach setting up on final table. And I'm like, sweet, goblins versus trees? I'm going to get this. And then I wasn't playing him. I was playing a Chaos Pact. Or was it Chaos Pact team? Yeah. I don't remember exactly. Eight armor team. Just yeah, like, it was not not what you expected. No. So I got some, but I didn't get nearly enough casualties. And I still lost, but I didn't get the last place, even though I had the same exact record. And we got into the whole argument of, well, it's better than getting the spoon. I go, no, it's not. I want the spoon. I, I want an award for going to this stupid tournament. I know. Like, I was, like, uh, happy for you because you didn't get it. And you were like, screw you, pal. I earned this because I tried every game and yeah. it didn't work. So I want the damn spoon. I sure did. And I was tied for it and I had halflings. So we were in two different mindsets on that. Like, Everybody, if I were you, I would have been, like, sweating bullets. Like, please don't call my name. Please don't call my name. Did Gary and Robert win anything at Chaos Cup? Uh, no, no, Gary quit did. and Robert didn't play, right? <laughs> Robert didn't play. Gary right, didn't make mind. it to the end. So, but other than that, every person we have taken to Chaos Cup and gone with has won an award, probably won um, a raffle for a team, and I've <laughs> got nothing. I've got nothing. The very first year, you won a <laughs> do-it-yourself meth kit from Johnny P. I sure did. And you just crumbled up the numbers so you didn't have to accept the award. <laughs> I sure did. Yes. I showed it to you and I'm like, yeah, I got that. I don't want it. <laughs> Gone. That's the only thing you want to cast. <laughs> and the tradition continues. All right. So I'm going to talk about uh, several little halfling teams I've played with 
I'm going to talk about the ones I've taken to tournaments and in the league. So first off, in our league that we had for about 10 seasons, um, we cre- I created a team of just like happy halflings that love to go play some Blood Bowl. Mm-hmm. And for the first, I think, three seasons, this was the team that anytime somebody started a new team, you got to go play the Mighty Moot All-Stars. It was a halfling all-star team kind of like the globetrotters play the whoever team you know and it's for charity and stuff and so if steve had a brand new uh norse team he could play these halflings and everything stuck so if these halflings accidentally killed one of his guys that's just tough and but if steve got a whole bunch of star player points and skills to go into the season that's great too um and it was an optional game for all newcomers with new teams. And it was, I mean, like I played these halflings with my dwarf team. They broke one armor all game and they killed a guy. And so I had to start the regular season with a journeyman. Yeah, I it, it happened. That. I mean, so yeah. um, about, I think it was like season three, I added a green all-star team. And basically, I said, if your team was a good guy team, you face the bad guy goblin all-stars. And if you were a you know, bad guy, you place the halfling all-stars. And the halfling all-stars were nothing but halflings. Everybody had like one skill. And there was, honestly, it was a bunch of old names from my second edition stuff that we remembered. Um, there was a few guys that had, you know, Puggy Break and Breath was on the team. And then Howard Smellingberger was on the team. He had a strength plus one. There was a few guys that would allow you to compete, but they still weren't very good. Right. Um, Same thing with the green all-stars. They had like one goblin star player that wasn't very, I think he was the ball and chain guy. So he wasn't a chainsaw or something, but once he was done, he was gone. And anyways, so we had that. So there's the mighty mood all-stars. The very, very first Blood Bowl tournament I played Halflings in what happened at Oklahoma Bowl 1. Um, I was the odd man out. I decided to just... I'll, I'll play with some Halflings if I get stuck playing. Uh, one guy, I think, was showed up late or couldn't make the first round, but he'll definitely be there. Right, yeah. And so <clears throat> I had a team built with uh, Halflings and a Treeman, and I had Zara the Slayer, and I had, um, who was it? Our, our Krognard Dung, the Orc, you know, the Orc player with Stupidity. Did or we have Bonehead. him the first one? What's that? Did we have him first year? We, we did. Oh, um, okay. I played a really nice guy that I cannot remember his name to save my life. Uh, he was from Texas. He ran that tournament that we went to, our second tournament that we ever went to. Was that Dave? I uh, don't remember. Remember when we went down yeah. to Texas? We both went undefeated. Yep. And, then, and uh, you won by points, and I got second. Anyways, um, he ran that tournament at the time. Really nice guy. He had terrible dice rolls, and I had amazing dice rolls, and I managed to beat him like two to nothing, and we laughed about it and giggled about it. And for a long time, I had an undefeated tournament record because I had to drop the tournament after this <laughs> and I never wanted to play halflings again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, going on, I'm going to go through all my tournament teams here. Um, so really for my first tournament, besides adding those star players, I just use that same team that we had in our league. So the first couple little teams I have here for tournaments, I would say they're more gimmicky than fluffy which I'm usually most of the time against. So you guys can come at me if you want. <laughs> um, it shows how much we care about halflings. Well, yeah. And playing a one, this is like, a, if I remember correctly, this is before I had some teams established in our, our league that we played. Um, I had some little miniatures that I wanted to use that were the little wrestler, <laughs> not squinkies, but they were some other little type mini mate maybe yeah i think those those little mini mate wrestlers and i had some of those and i wanted to use those and i wanted to make up a team called the chow down superstars instead of the smackdown superstars from the wwe and so i used these little miniatures and my gimmick was is not only do they do you know when they go tour around 
they do it for charity and they have eating contests before and after the game. The game is kind of the halftime to all the other like eating contests that they take part in. So, so they're I got Kansas to, City Chief fans. What's that? They're Kansas, Kansas City Chief fans. <laughs> exactly. Um, so I got to like have fun with a lot of these names that I based off of obviously kind of food and eating and uh, WWE superstars. So my, my trees were named Andreas the Giant Tree instead of Andre the Giant. I had uh, Bobo Brazil Nut, which was a, a really big uh, wrestler like in the 60s and 70s, Bobo Brazil. He was my other tree man. Then I had such characters. I'm not going to name them all, but I'll name some of them. Uh, Nacho Man, Sandy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead of Randy Orton, I had Randall Porkloin. I had The Beast, Broccoli, Lesnar. I had a guy who would wear face paint. Nobody knew his real name. His name was The Ultimate Omelette. <laughs> and then we had like the muffin maker instead of the undertaker and then we can go on and go on but anyways fun little pun names uh did actually really well with this team like record wise i think i i want to say i went i think it was only a three-round tournament i think i went one one and one which is good for halflings yeah for sure <laughs> um fun time there um then we had our league that we you know with our friends uh, for a couple of seasons, I came, my team always has been like, I want to base a team. That's all about like, <laughs> and this is my theme. I think now with a lot of halflings, now that we're sitting here talking about it is like the blood bowl is kind of secondary. <laughs> um, so this other team is the St. Louis hams. And they're a pun off when the St. Louis Rams were in St. Louis at the time so the st lewins hams and i spell lewins l-l-e-w-i-n-s the st lewins family owns a bunch of restaurants that are kind of like our modern day world cracker bill restaurants you know where it's it's good clean family living and good quality food and we have vegetables and home cooked meals like grandma and we make the best hams ever so therefore they're called the st lewins Hams sponsored by the St. Louis family restaurants in all your towns in the old world. And so to sell their product, they would send this team out that was coached by the uh, you know owner's son, Mark Lewins, and, you know, send this team out. And of course their gimmick, my gimmick was no matter what in the league, no matter how much inducements I got, the very first thing I took was Zara the Slayer. And you say, why? Why wouldn't you take a halfling chef? My gimmick was, <laughs> like like so many other gimmicks in the real world, right? Uh, sex sells. So you might as well have a hot chick to look at your team because everybody's going to put their eyes on this team. And then they'll go, oh, St. Louis, that sounds, that sounds kind of yummy. And <laughs> I think this was inspired by, remember that Paris Hilton, like, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. sandwich. Yeah. I think that's maybe. Where I think some you're of this right. Yeah. Um, so it really sucked when I got barely enough inducements just to get a star player, and I had to take her because I really <laughs> could have used the inducements of the uh, the chef. Um, I did pretty good in the league. I didn't make the playoffs or anything like that, but I didn't do terrible. Um, it helps when you get a lot of inducements, of course, but yeah. that was the gimmick with the St. Louis hams. I took them to tournaments and they were my league team for several years. I tried to base the names off of kind of pun blood bullish names and St. Famous St. Or Rams, whether they were LA Rams or St. Louis Rams, uh, players. So I had people like, uh, Elroy crazy legs, Birch. Because there was a guy named, I think his name was maybe Leroy Birch for a treeman. Uh, instead of Merlin Olson, I had Merlin Oakson as my <laughs> treeman. Instead of uh, Kurt Warner, I had curd, like a cheese curd Warner. Uh, instead of Marsh, uh, Marshall Falk, the Rams player, I had Marshmallow Falk, and so on and so on. Uh, at the time, uh, Sam Bradford from OU was playing for the Rams, and I had you know Samuel Bread Farm. So... Took, anyways, took a lot of pun names with all these things. Uh, a lot of fun with that. I even took this same team up to uh, Three Dot Brawl, and I won the uh, Stunty Cup up there. So I've had some success in tournament play and league play 
where unlike you, you don't want to play halflings. Yeah. If you made me take a, you said, we're all taking stunties. Let's go to this tournament and just have fun. I would beg you to let me take halflings. <laughs> See, I, I can, I can, I can have fun with them if I take the three trees, because then I'm just hurting people and I get some foulers and I, I focus would never on take that. the three trees, but everybody else, that's just a difference in opinion because mm-hmm. everybody else would take three trees. I would definitely take Zara the Slayer. Uh, she's preferred, even though we have. I don't. Even, can you even take Carla von Kill now? I, I can't no even remember. Clue. If we buy the cards, they'll probably tell us. Yeah, I mean, my brain is stuck in the old edition with Zara the Slayer. Um, I'm a fan of Rilla, Willow Rosebark for this team, and a lot of people are going to tell you I'm stupidly crazy over this. Uh, the, this is what I see. Uh, she is 150k, which is still a lot, but she gives you five movement while your trees give you two. She gives you four strength, so most likely you can blitz with her and have a two dice advantage versus, you know, like if yeah. you can't take somebody like Zara. Um, she does have eight armor, which is okay. She has Dauntless, Sidestep, Thick Skull. I gotta admit, that stuff doesn't save her enough. I mean, like, if she goes down, there's a good chance she could get hurt. Mm-hmm. But I'm a big proponent of, like, okay, if I get in a sticky situation, I need to make a blitz. I sure would like to have it in dice advantage and she allows that because she automatically comes with the four strength and she has at least five movement while a tree only has two and I'd have to go for it. So deep root has that's, three. So huh? deep root has three deep root does have three, but if you're asking why no, I, I understand, like her, that's why I like her. Now yeah. people say she don't have block or wrestle and I get that. And that's cost me just as many times as it hasn't mattered. So like, for every game I say Willow's great, I could also say like, ah, she was kind of a waste. So that's just how I prefer. And I could get usually Willow and Zara and a chef for around the same cost as like somebody might just get like the chef and deep root or, you know, or something small. Um, so that that's just my theory um, on that. I They're my favorite out of the, I mean, I haven't got to play just straight up snotlings yet. Right. Yeah. Um, they're my favorite out of the ones I played, and then Ogres would be my second favorite. And then I would I mean <laughs> if you said like you could banish a team and never have to play them ever from tournaments, it would be goblins, probably first. I love goblins. I just, just don't dumb care. and fun. And then, well, I can't I get it. I, I can't handle it. Uh maybe maybe my mindset's not right for them because you need a lot of luck and yeah. your weapons need to work right, and that's a lot of stuff there. So so fluff wise, you know, I stuck to the things of like, they're kind of, uh, they're fun guys who, like I said, the St. Louis Hams team is like, they're going around for charity events mm-hmm. to promote the restaurant, which the restaurant, you know, gives good food to good people who come into their restaurant. Uh, the Chowdown superstars, the little goofy fluff I made up for them was the same thing. They're like little sideshow guys who are jolly and happy. <laughs> and then of course I played the Mighty Mood All-Stars, which is the all-star team from the moot now and, i like i will say i do have a second edition and a third edition team ready to go they just need to be painted and i'm probably going to steal jeffro's idea and paint them in cubs colors and make them cool so if that happens then i might play them more but well, as of right now eh, it's not really gonna happen <laughs> i don't even have a fully painted team anymore because like the one i took to chaos cup which was the really nice um, Pedro oh, you got ones. rid of those, did you? Yeah, they gave away to raffle for the tournament. I got you. Well, I think it'd be cool if you got those second edition ones going. Yeah. I mean, they look so small now. I love them, though. With the size creep, but they they are beautiful models. And, and I don't yeah. mind super small with the size creep because they're super small. Um, I was very happy because here's the deal about all the halfling models that come out through GW. Mm -hmm. I think the second edition ones are actually really cool and have a lot of like life to them. I think sec, uh, the third edition as do as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I really do. I think those are really nice models and really the, the, whatever edition we're calling this 2016 edition, 2020 edition. I think those are really super nice models too. Yeah. Um, I was very happy. You know, when I told you I got an old, old world Alliance team painted, Mm -hmm. Um, I got to use some of the halfling models, yeah. the new halfling models. I even had the guy paint up extra ones 
that you can't roster just so I can like rotate through the model in, in case I ever play a league with them and they die and I get a new guy. I'm really weird about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's really fun to kind of like change the model out if you have the extra models to do so. Well, of course. Yeah. Um, so I, yeah, I think we've been really blessed with, I'm, I'm probably in a minority here. I do. I thought they were very clever at first. I'm not a big fan of the Scotland models. I like them. Um, I still like them. I still think at the time I loved them. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to buy them. I've seen them now enough where I had them and I, they went yeah, to the okay. raffle as well. So yeah, they're okay. I understand. I mean, they're just not, I could name off five other teams I'd rather have, but like a lot of my problem currently is I'm not, I'm just not interested in anything. that's not GW because that allows me to limit the scope of my collecting. Well, I understand it's, that. It's much more dangerous when you're like, oh, I'll just buy any team that looks cool. Well, okay, well, I've got 20 Lizardman teams now, so great. <laughs> thanks. I mean, here's the deal on that. As much as the other products are kind of going up in price, the GW ones being plastic are a little, a little bit more affordable, even if you have to buy two teams. Mm-hmm. They're paying the butts to put together, but uh, yeah. whatever. Um, again, I maybe I should come up with some fluff to make like a white trash crappy, you know, yeah. we're touring around as roadies and we don't care and we're selfish people and we're just pigs. Yeah. But I I haven't I can't I can't escape my past. The halflings are always going to be the jolly really friendly guys who do obsess about food, mm-hmm. but they're genuinely good creatures. So that probably will never leave my fluff so for you people out there you have two choices on you know which direction you want to go yeah i think that kind of wraps it up i mean i don't really know what else to say about halflings no i mean i mean (laughs) they're one of those teams that you i don't know about you i hate facing stunty teams if i don't (laughs) have tackle or block on my team because there's you don't man. want to lose to them. That's all it comes down to. You don't want to lose to them. And man, just takes a few and, lucky breaks. And, mm-hmm. and ogres or goblins, you're both looking at like, oh man, they're going to pound me. Halflings, <laughs> I don't have that. You know, halflings, eh, two trees, what are you going to do? Yeah, I think, yeah, for the most part you want. But I will say this, the the treemen, at times, I played at tournaments it feels like sometimes those treatment, especially deep root at times, just peels people off the pitch one block at a time. Oh, yeah. And you're going, this is just unreal. Mighty blow with three dice. It yeah, works very well. For sure. Yeah. Because you think like, uh, that's okay. He'll knock me down. But man, mm-hmm. that guy's that guy seems to be <laughs> anybody who argues with me about taking deep root over the other star players. I can't really say they're wrong because <laughs> I've seen him destroy teams more than hurt teams yeah so okay anyways uh we'll wrap this up and not sure what we're coming back with so we're coming back with some shout outs steve sounds good it's the final part of the show which is shout outs and i'm losing my voice Shout out, and we're losing our voice. Um, we have a whole bunch of emails we have not gotten to because I was expecting to get to them before now, and we just have, dude, we we didn't get an episode out, so don't be mad that we haven't gotten to emails. We'll get truth to be, them. Truth be told, folks, we are supposed to have a guest on our episode <laughs> in February, and it fell through a couple of times, and now we're just like, we got to do something, so let's do a short episode, yeah. and we'll get our guest back on at some point. Like, we literally were going to record the night that we were told, hey, if everyone could maybe not use too much electricity since we're probably going to have rolling brownouts because of the ice storm. And we're like, okay, well, maybe we should just not do that because he's in, it's Dustin, our buddy, he's in Texas, and he wants to talk about painting. So we'll have him on probably next month or next time, mm-hmm. hopefully before next, next time. Next time we have a full episode, Dustin will probably be here for the whole thing. Yeah. And now, 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 what we should have said during halflings is like Dustin is a big fan of halflings. He prefers playing them at tournaments. That's true. He but he much... just likes to hit stuff. 
<laughs> he also likes not to have to worry about winning. Yeah, I know. It's a very halfling thing. So we'll get to some more of the, if you sent us like questions yeah. and stuff that we thought would be fun to answer on the podcast. We will do those, but at another podcast. Also, uh, we did receive a team to review from Gaspez Arts. And I apologize because we just haven't had time. And I wanted to show Scott. And uh, as we said, not easy to get Scott over. So we'll, we'll try to get that next episode. Um, uh, I can apologize all day. <laughs> I am sorry because, I mean, to be honest, when you don't, when you work all the time, you don't talk about Blood Bowl or gaming or anything like that with your friends. You kind of like, it feels like you lose your identity a little bit. And yeah. I was lucky. You were, I think, moving in Esther. Yeah. At the time that it just happened, like me and Jen didn't have kids. And a friend called up and he said, some people dropped out of gaming night. Can y'all please come over and play games? Mm-hmm. And we went over there and played games. And you would have thought it was the fountain of you, Steve. I had so much fun. <laughs> and all, now you're going to say, yo, you only had fun because you won a bunch of games. That's really not true. I just went over there and I was so happy to play games. I even told myself, like, you're not even going to be competitive, Scott. You're just going to relax and enjoy some fellowship. And I did. And I happened to win some games. Yeah. But I think it was maybe it's because I was even more relaxed, you know? Well, our buddy Sarge moved to Iowa and... Sarge, Brock, Alan, and I had been playing Shadows of Brimstone once a month for a long time, ever since you left from that group. Uh-huh. So I took over for you. And, you know, at once a month we'd get together, Alan would get too many snacks, we'd joke about it, <laughs> we'd fight with the board that is way too many pieces and takes way too long to set up and all that BS. Well, obviously with COVID and stuff, that stopped. So we've been playing every week now gloomhaven on tabletop simulator and it's been amazing you know there's a version of it that does most of the work so it's awesome um if you like gloomhaven yeah yeah but you know now that sarge moved you know obviously we were playing with him remotely but the three of us were still getting together and now with the shots and everything once we finish gloomhaven we could go back to playing shadows of brimstone and it is just nice to get out of the house and go to a friend's house and see people in person and just goof <laughs> off. What's funny about this is like what you didn't hear off the air is like me and Steve had a quick conversation during this break. And he even asked, what did you do with that other room? <laughs> and I was like, you haven't been to my house. And, and he hasn't in a year. Mm-hmm. And it's really crazy. So yes, I'm, I was in the Walmart super uh, the neighborhood market because that's where I got my shot. And being around people and then after that going to look around the supermarket and seeing the food, I'm like, wow, I forgot what this was like. This is kind of cool. I got like, there's all kinds of stuff to buy. It's not just relegated to whatever I can think of on the website. So if you're out there and you're down, we get it. Yeah. I hope we see a good light at this tunnel and hopefully we can get through this and I'll be safe. Yeah. And I really, really hope maybe more than anything, not to play blood bowl, but to have an excuse to travel and to see friends yes. from other areas and then hurt ourselves by playing some blood bowl <laughs> in between that fellowship where you hear me get angry, uh, yell at dice yep, and I'm come waiting. back and tell you how much we hate it. <clears throat> I'm waiting for one of those moments again. Yeah. Um, So that being said, now that the vaccine's here, we are getting it. We are looking probably to go to tournament, maybe (coughs) the next couple of months or so. Maybe if June, maybe Iowa, who knows? Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. But Oklahoma Bowl will be on next year in March. We will start working on stuff. We will start getting ideas put together. It will happen. I know we've got people from Canada wanting to come. Um, hopefully some people from overseas again will come. We might see about getting a guest from overseas to come again. We'll see. Yeah. Are we going to try even attempt Nuffleween? Are we going to give this thing like four more months and then wait to decide? 
Nuffleween, we can get stuff ready pretty quick. So we'll give it a few and just see how things go. Yeah. And then maybe like July, start planning it, see how things go. You think we're being too positive with all this? Or do we, you think it's, it's time to be some positivity? So it's not even positivity. It's just realism. Because honestly, if I've got the shots, what else can I do? You know, it's at that point I either stay in the house forever or I go back to, you know, doing normal stuff. I'm still going to take precautions. I wear my overshirt. I can use that to open public doors. I will still wash my hands a ton, which I typically did anyways. Still wear the mask. You know, am I going to go to... Whoa, wait a second. Huh. You're saying if I have the shot, mm -hmm. both of them, I have to still wash my hands like all the time? Like you after I use the bathroom? You don't have to. It's still recommended. I know. <laughs> we, we, were t we were talking about this at work. How yeah. like, well, I sure hope everybody's... <laughs> good habits don't change back to bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, like, it's just, it's what it is. Unless there's this new strain that the vaccines don't work for, and it is, you know, super virulent and super deadly, then fine, I'll go back into hiding. But until then, <laughs> I'm just gonna... I really hope it gives us enough time to play even a short, complete... Yeah blood bowl season that i can win so the interesting <laughs> thing is then do we start having to mandate people's vaccinations you know uh, at well, tournaments we'll, like show we'll, me your we'll, vaccination card <laughs> we'll worry about that some other time right tonight, i don't think I'm, it i don't think it hopefully at that point it's not going to matter we can build up <laughs> enough herd immunity out of the people that are vaccinated hopefully we can start getting it to kids and stuff and who knows both down your covid podcast <laughs> um quick shout out to alan biddingfield he was the gentleman who is uh so graciously took upon the task of dealing with scott prime and my pickiness on how i like my teams and man he even did decals for me i can't wait nice. to show you this team um the decals i'm telling you kind of make them pop because they're really good straight lines yeah. and they look classic and stuff like that. Um, so Alan did a great job, but I think he's going to probably not take a bunch of commissions, but start his own painting business and um, good job. I can't wait to get my treatment coach and all those models in there, but Alan I, did a great job. Big shout out to him. So I also am starting a painting business. So send me your models. Uh, I will buy a uh, spray painter and put at least one or two coats on it and it's not going to look good at all but i won't charge you much wow i wonder if we could really advertise that <laughs> and call it like the boat down paint job and we just primer a model of color mm -hmm. and then me and you like we work in like like we just put two other colors you're sitting there with the silver yeah and you grab a model and you t put all the tips spikes tips and then like you hand the model off to me and i just take a flesh color and i do the face we mm -hmm. let them dry one wash put grass on it done yeah let's do that let's okay try that. uh twenty dollars a figure sounds good yeah let's just do 17 a figure that's 15 if you get more than 10 yeah okay <laughs> wow we're gonna uh, really laugh hard if somebody contacts us and says screw it i don't care honestly <laughs> at this point i mean that oh i didn't even mention the 300 hundred dollar emergency plumbing bill that i got when i was trying to replace a sink and my stupid house just decided oh we're gonna have a leak that won't turn off at uh, 11 o'clock at night houses uh, are money pits bro especially when you start doing stuff with them yeah but yeah so me being out a ton of money i will gladly take your money we will <laughs> Uh, we will actually be probably making some new kickoff dice and some new both down dice too. So oh, we've been getting some messages and stuff mm -hmm. on that. So that's good. I'm glad we might be doing Jack this. at Maelstrom is doing dice now. So oh, last thing I want to talk about real quick, and I know we keep going on tangents. To say we're going to end the podcast, but we don't. Right. If um, that's what we do. <clears throat> uh, two things I'm going to shill here. Uh, even though lately with me being working at nights, I cannot be on the show. There's the Task Force Geek. Uh, 
like video show that's on Tuesday nights. If you mm-hmm. wanted to watch that and see me, I'm on there most of the time, <laughs> but not the last couple of weeks because of work. I've really enjoyed um, those episodes where I'm on. Those are great episodes that you're on, Steve. In addition to having another outlet for us to talk, are you still doing World Cup Report? Eh, not right now. Right, not right now is the good answer. Okay, that's fair. We I was, just, I mean, with <clears> new <throat> rules and stuff, and then we tried to do Euro Bowl, and they didn't get back to us, so we talked blah, blah, blah. Nothing has really popped out. However, we should hopefully have some new news about World Cup soon, so maybe. Okay, so I just wanted to kind of get some other things that adventures that we yeah. do. Um, if you know that like Scott prime, the character and even Jennifer's character, JK brawling was in the game called SRG super show, the pro wrestling card game. Um, I got to do some artwork and I have some cards actually published with my artwork. Um, if you go over to the SRG website, I think it's called super show, There is a steel cage set that actually the box for the the, the artwork <clears throat> or i'm sorry the three cards that i did artwork for in the set were also featured on the box art so i guess i can say i did the box art as well uh so that was neat to finally even though i've worked on these months ago it's finally cool to see them published yeah and i finally can officially say like yes i've had some artwork published in a card game yeah so um you can go over there if you'd like to purchase those, if that's something you'd like to do. If you're just a fan of me, maybe do that. Or if anything, go over there and say, whatever you paid this guy, you should have paid him more because this is amazing. And uh, Or anyways. go to scottprime.com for more information. <laughs> well, and I will, f- I will force Scott to make that website. I think I actually own the domain. There's just I, nothing there. I know you do. Um, oh, you can also go to uh, rankingstudios.com and see some artwork there as well. R A I N K I N G. Rain King. Yeah. Like the uh, Counting Crow song. I am the Rain King. Nobody knows that. I know. I'm so old. Nobody knows. References. Is that really where you guys got that name? Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. That sort of makes some sense. It's pathetic no offense i hate that name because it just comes off as ranking r-a-n-k-i-n-g i totally get it you (laughs) can hate it it was something that was uh obviously from the 90s (laughs) originated in the 90s and we thought it was cool at the time so it is what it is yeah well if you get a cool logo of a king who's making it rain yeah he's peeing on people Mm -hmm. they never go with my idea steve i know It's, it's a shame Steve, it's been fun talking to you. It'd be nice to get you in person and maybe play a board game. And then when you win, I'll be mad at you again. We can probably do that soon. I know. April 8th, I get my second shot and become a super soldier. Yep. Mine's the 26th of this month. So next Friday. Nice. If you would like to send money (laughs) to me for my birthday on March 18th, you can do that as well. So just give us a call here at both down. At gmail.com. It's also Drew's birthday. Both down podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And it's, yeah, it's Drew Bucciconi's. I mean, for every piece of good in the world, like me, <laughs> there is a <laughs> innate evil that is born the same time. And that would be Drew Bucciconi. Well, I guess with that, we will end the <laughs> podcast so that he yeah, can yell we're at ranting. You. We're just so happy to see each other. So, okay. We will see you guys hopefully before next month. All right. Y'all take care. Have a good night. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Real Scott Prime and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email them, the email address is bothdownpodcasts at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or at facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Welcome to episode 119 of Both I Lied. Hold on, let's do that again.